Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we got a doozy. We're going to be throwing in a couple of different things. Um, we're going to be talking about why you need a learning budget, but I also, uh, I'm just excited about something. I want to talk a little bit about uh, making adjustments to your habits and just kind of give you an update on, on, on something there. So when it comes to the the, uh, the the making the adjustment to the habits, I'd I'd mentioned if if you listen to this consistently, I had mentioned to everyone that out of all my habits, the one I'd been struggling with the most. So the way Habit Stacker works, the uh, the app is it will record how many days you get a perfect day. A perfect day is just a day that you got you get all your habits done. So you, if you have if you have five habits that you track and you complete all of them, then you got a perfect day. Uh, what was stopping me from getting a lot of my perfect days was I wasn't waking up on time. And for me to wake up on time, I got to get up at three. Um, and I was struggling with this. Like this was probably the worst winter. I Like usually it's harder to get up in the winter just because, you know, obviously you're just getting a lot less sun and whatnot. But this one, I, I, I got the crap kicked out of me. And it really kind of felt hopeless. Like I, at one point I was really starting to think, yeah, I just maybe, I just, I just maybe need to stop. Like, I don't know. It was ready to quit. It was, uh, it, it sucked. Um, but I, I wanted to bring this up because I really was not sure how to get out of this one. Like I'm usually pretty good about getting up on time and, and getting my day started the way I wanted to. And I was just sliding, sliding, sliding. Like I would be hitting snooze like crazy and it was just bad. So I overcame it though. And I, I figured out what I needed to do. And a lot of it was just thinking back and how my life used to be because what happened was and how I got really good at getting up on time is I usually don't set my alarm right beside my bed. I'm all about getting your feet on the floor. Once you get your feet on the floor and you start moving, it's a lot harder to go back to sleep. So I usually put my phone in position where it was away from the bed. But what happened was when we had our second daughter, we had to actually change the position of our bed and like face it in a different direction so that my wife could be like right by the crib. And what that did was it put me like close against the wall. So what I started doing was putting my phone down on the floor beside the bed. And this is like absolutely the worst. Like, and because, oh my gosh, it's the worst thing to do because what I would basically do is I just reach over the side and it's just as bad as putting it on a nightstand beside your bed. Cause if you can reach it really easily, it's really easy to just reach it snooze it and then just go right back to sleep without like your body might not even know it that that, that happened so i just made one simple adjustment one thing all i did was like i took the phone and i put it in our closet and i wouldn't close the closet door so i'd leave the doors open i put it up there so it was high up but it, what it made me do is i had to walk to get to it like there was no way i could get to it from from the bed because anytime you can get you can get to the alarm from your bed, even if you have to reach for it, you're just gonna hit the button, snooze it, and you're gonna you can climb right back in easily. And that's what I was doing. I made that one adjustment, and I have been killing it. The last week, I've missed maybe one day, I think at most. Um, but otherwise, uh, it's been going really fantastic, and uh, I'm excited about that. So I just want to remind you guys, I'm bringing that up because one, everyone struggles with 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 their habits sometimes, but also just remember that. Don't be scared to make adjustments. Like if something's not working, but you want to keep a habit going, try and find a new way to do it. Like you don't have to keep forcing the same way. Like that's that's insanity. Try and find a way that you're not a, that you haven't been thinking about and try and approach it different and see 
because all that matters is that you get it done. Whatever it takes to do that is is on you to figure out. But uh, what most people do, what I've noticed the trend of within the app is people will be consistent with their habits for like a week. And then as soon as like something happens in their life and they get they get thrown off, it's like they just quit. They're just like, oh, well, it, I, I miss a day, so I suck. And they're just done. And a lot of times I have to encourage people like, hey, you missed one day. It's not that big of a deal. Get back on the horse. Keep going. It's about the long-term picture. Um, just stay at it. And uh, things end up being all right. So that is that. But now the second thing I want to talk about was the learning budget. The learning budget is – it's really actually simple. It's like take a – percentage of your disposable income every single month and devote it to learning it's as simple as that whether it's and you you can have your list of things that you buy whether you save up for a course like habit mastery or you uh jump into you know just reading kindle like it's amazing to me when you think about this because there are kindle books that are like like what four bucks like my kindle book i think is four dollars um you so you can go on and get allergic to average and have it delivered to your phone right away for four but like it's not gonna take a lot of money in order to have a learning budget so even if you make you're making the excuse you say well i just don't have a lot of money you're telling me you can't spend four dollars a month just getting a new book You, you definitely can and the reason why this learning budget is so important is because you should have a budget for things that are important. Like, it, would you go into a month with, and, and have no plan of spending money on food? No, you wouldn't because food is important. You need to feed your body. But the same way you need to feed your body, guess what also needs to be fed? You need to feed your mind. If you want to be successful, you have to feed your mind. Successful people find ways to keep feeding their mind. They have mentors. They are part of masterminds. They get coaches, they are reading books, they're taking courses to learn new skills, whatever it is. You can you can literally get in LinkedIn Learning, which used to be like, the you know, lynda.com, which, you know, Linda LinkedIn bot. You can jump in there and use your monthly budget to have access to all their, their, their huge course database. You can use Skillshare, Udemy. There are endless options, but you do need to spend money and not just rely on like the free things with YouTube. You can still, you can still learn stuff on YouTube for sure, but um, things are just different when you invest your money into it. When you invest your time in, that's important too. But when you say, no, 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 I'm putting my money, I'm, this is important enough that I'm spending money here to make sure that I'm learning and I'm growing. It's a game changer. So even for, for me, when I created Habit Mastery, I created that course because I wish someone would have created that course for me when I was going into high school. I would have locked that in and understood how to build habits when I was in high school, how to have a life mission and use my habits and goals to work towards them, how to make goals work for me, why habits are more important than goals. If I would have understood why I need to track my habits, if I would have understood all of these things when I was in high school, and this is coming from a guy who, you know, after high school, I I got a full scholarship and and made it to the Olympics, but what I would have been able to do would have been much greater than that. Because I would have truly understood that everything that you have in your life, it really comes down to your habit. It comes down to what you do every day. Like, what does your routine look like? You can look at, you can give me your routine right now. And you can have a pretty good idea. And this is scary, but you can have a pretty good idea where someone's going to be by just looking at what they do every day. It's like, oh, you read every day. That's a really good thing. 
Oh, you haven't read a book in five years. Oh, okay. Oh, you watch Netflix most of the time. That's all you really do. Okay. And you'll get a pretty good idea where they're going to be. So that's why I created the course, because I realized like investing in that learning is going to have such a long-term payoff. So think about this across every single thing that you are, are, are trying to do, where you're trying to go. Think about the skills you need. Think about the, the people you want to learn about, the books you need to read, all that stuff. And start knocking these things off with your monthly budget. Start figuring out, okay, if these are the five books I need to read, I want to take this course, I want to do this, 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 this. How can I put money towards getting all those things done this year? That's how you're going to make sure that 2022, 2023, 2025, you you know what you need to know to really benefit from that knowledge. And notice, I didn't, I didn't say 2020, 2021 either, because I think that knowledge takes a while to actually kick in. Like a lot of times, this is why people don't like learning because it doesn't, I don't think it has an instant payoff sometimes. Like you can learn some skills and it, it pays off right away, but other stuff, it's like, it's cumulative. You, you you keep reading books and reading books and reading books and it keeps just building up in your mind. You keep having life experiences. It all starts mixing together and making a nice little cock, cocktail. But I don't think it happens instantly, right? It's not like you read a book about how to be wealthy and then in a month you're wealthy. It might take a year or two or three or five or 10. But the question is, like, do you believe in yourself enough? Do you believe in what you're doing enough to keep pushing through that whole time? That's something that only you can answer. But that learning budget, I'm telling you, every time I've I, every time I've fallen off on this, and I just ah, you know what, not a big deal. I get stagnant, I get stale. Like the ideas don't flow the same. But when I keep investing in the learning, I, mean, I start seeing things different. I start coming up with new ideas. I'm able to just work and focus better. Everything improves when I focus on learning. When I keep on learning. Don't let this slide away from you. It doesn't matter. I don't care how, I don't, if you're going for a $4 Kindle book once a month, then that's what your budget is. Go for it. If you can do that every week, go for it. Whatever it is, go for whatever you can handle and make the most of your situation, but keep focusing on the learning. Last thing I'm going to add, I had mentioned this before, the price on habit mastery is going to go up. The price on it is going to go up. If you want it for the 149 it's at right now, it is going up. So you hop in it now or you're going to pay more for it. It's your choice. So uh, I'm going to put a, a, a link to that in the show notes. And if you want to get to it on your own, just type in course.thehabitstacker.com and it'll bring you right to it. Peace.